Welcome to Blunt Blowing Mama podcast. I'm your host, Shanitria, and this is a podcast about all things cannabis and parenthood. Yep, I'm a mom. I got two kids. I'm 31 years old and I got a man. We've been together for over eight years and I decided I'm going to do a podcast and I'm just going to talk all about weed and being a mom. (laughs) So that's what I'm doing. That's been really great. That's been really fun. Then I started interviewing people and just some people who are doing really dope things in the cannabis industry. And I said, you know what, next I want to talk to you. So I put a call out on Blunt Blowing Mama's Instagram page and I heard back from so many of you guys who were interested in being on the Blunt Blowing Mama podcast as a guest and share your story. And now this is for you guys to hear. I cannot fucking wait for you guys to hear these women, these moms, their stories. You're going to be blown away. This is so good. I'm not even going to talk anymore. Let's just get into it. Welcome to season two of Blunt Boy Mama podcast. Hi, my name is Asante Erwin and I'm 26 years old. I'll be 27 next month, October. And I live in Rancho Cucamonga and I'm from, I'm originally from Pasadena, California. I'm married. I've been married for, it'll be five years next in February. And we've been together for 10 years. We met in high school (laughs) and we have two kids and one on the way. So we have two boys, a six-year-old, a one-year-old and a baby on the way. I was raised by my mom. My parents divorced when I was like 12, I believe, 11 or 12. So mostly I was raised by my mom. Um, It's strange because I was raised with divorced parents, but my mom still managed to have like my dad at all the important events. So it's kind of confusing when like, I remember my dad being around as a kid, but it wasn't like super consistent. So basically I was raised by my mom. She's amazing. I'm super supportive with even now with my family and she always like remembered to like take us on events or take us on road trips and just I had a good childhood. Growing up, cannabis, I knew about it. Um, my family, it's like a ritual. Like they, any family gathering, they're all gathering around. They're all like, they know what to bring and who to smoke with and who to chill with. And I had that family where you see that group of cousins walk off during the family reunion. (laughs) So I knew what cannabis was growing up, but I didn't really try it until I, I tried it a little bit in high school, but like for like three weeks, me and my best friends and my boyfriend, and I just got bored with it. I don't know. I was just like, I was one of those, like, let's just go to class. Like I wasn't like a super good girl, but I just didn't like um, smoking in high school, but I didn't try it again until I quit my job to do hair. So the first time I was at Santa Monica with my best friend and we were with like my older cousins and her friends and we just sat on the sand and we were smoking. It was out of a blunt, which was like scary for the first time. <laughs> but yeah, so, um, we were on the sand and we were just like watching the waves. I think we had like a few snacks and it was summer. I was young. No, I was probably like 16. Yeah, and I, um, we were at the beach. So it was like a nice, like, it was a movie. Like, 
I I didn't really get high though. Like I I don't know if I I probably wasn't inhaling right or what, but I didn't feel like stuck or anything. It was just like okay, I did that. <laughs> I think I made myself high because I wanted to feel it, so I kind of like was like, oh, I think I'm feeling it, but I really wasn't. <laughs> yeah, so it's funny because my impressions after smoking weed for the first time, like. I told my friends and I was just like, not not a lot of my friends were smoking, but it was only me and my best friend. So we went to like our crew and was like, we tried it over the weekend. And I didn't really have like a story to share. Like I didn't have munchies or anything like anyone talks about the first time, but I, I've always respected it. I, um, I've had aunts and uncles and cousins smoke and I, I, I always respected it. But I was just like, oh, it's not for me. Like, I felt like I didn't really have anything to, like, relax from at that age. Um, Everyone in my circle pretty much knows about my cannabis use. Um, My husband's super supportive. We smoke together. It's, like, our bonding experience. Um, I'm pretty open about how it's, like, a self-care for me. Like, being a mom, being a wife, being an entrepreneur. So, it's, like, my thing. But, yeah, um, I'm pretty open about it. I think the only person that wouldn't know is, like, I don't know. One day I thought my grandmother didn't know, but she got me these like intense eye drops (laughs) one day, like for Christmas, like it was like in a stocking and I'm like, what is that for? So I don't know. I thought she didn't know, but maybe she does, or maybe it was a coincidence, but yeah, pretty much everyone knows around me. They're super supportive. I think over the times, like my close friends, I kind of just like gravitated towards people who do meditate or medicate, but yeah, I don't, I have a few friends that don't and they'll supportive. Like, I don't have any that are like, oh, I have to leave or, you know, like they'll be, they'll be around it and they won't smoke if it's like for their job purposes or they just, it's not their preference. But yeah, everyone's pretty supportive. Um, I don't have to like hide it or sneak it or any of that. So my cannabis use has definitely fluctuated throughout the years. Um, I'll go back to 2015 is when I decided to become an entrepreneur and become a protective hairstylist. So I was like, okay, I'm not working. Why am I not high right now? Like, so I would, and especially like being like a braider, you're an artist. So I just thought it was super dope to smoke before a client and just really like, I felt my work increasing. So that's when it started. So, um, yeah, me and my friends, I had some friends that did hair. We started together and we just, we would just chill. And then I would work on, I would practice at that time I was practicing my, um, perfecting my craft. So I would smoke a little bit, braid a little bit. And I really like enjoyed it because growing up, I've always wanted to do hair, but I thought braiding was like, I didn't have the patience for it. So I feel like cannabis really like gave me that like patience for it. It's very therapeutic, but I think it's the cannabis that is like what makes me make it more enjoyable. So I started off like that, but I, I started off smoking blunts and I would roll a blunt. Like my friend taught me, I would be like, okay, I'll roll a blunt. I'll roll a blunt. So I got super good at that. But then as I started, like, I don't know, my preference as far as like researching wellness and just what's good for my body and me and my husband, we just started to do pipes and bongs and papers and like now they have like some vegan blunts, which are pretty cool. So I I started off like that. So with blunts, you use like so much weed when you're rolling. So when I went to joints, I stopped smoking. I didn't smoke as much like my intake. So I wasn't buying as much weed, saving a little bit more money because I wasn't, I didn't need to like fill a whole entire blunt. So I would say it decreased throughout the years of smoking. But yeah, so I'm trying to 
do the more healthier way. My first child, I got, um, I had him in 2013 and I wasn't smoking it. And full on pregnancy, I was super sick, throwing up everywhere. If you looked at me, I vomited. It was terrible. I was in the back and forth from the hospital from morning sickness and dehydration. It was just terrible having to be like hooked up to IVs. It was terrible. I probably lost like 20 pounds. So that experience was definitely different. No cannabis. I wasn't even smoking at the time. So my second um, baby, I was I had him in 2018 and I was well in my business. Um, cannabis is like a huge part of my life. So I started off, I wasn't too like educated about it. So I did stop as soon as I found out I was pregnant. But then when I felt the sickness, I was like, oh no, this is crazy. So they my doctor with my previous pregnancy was sub, sub, um, sub, uh, prescribing me Zofran. And I found out that they give that to cancer patients to like avoid um, vomiting. So I'm like, I don't know about that. Like, I just didn't like the idea if they gave it to someone that has cancer with someone that's pregnancy, I just didn't feel comfortable with it. So I decided to just start smoking again. And I would use just like a, like either a paper or a, um, like a little piece, like just a baby piece. And I would only need like one or two hits just to get me to like eat and um, gain my appetite back. So I love that. I would do like the little, I would try to stay away from the lighter and like the hemp <laughs> um, rope and do all that. So I liked it. It was like a clean smoking for me and I didn't have to do it as much, but I definitely did it just for my appetite and just to like not be sick and enjoy my pregnancy. So I loved my second pregnancy because I felt like I was older, more mature, more educated on like what I wanted to do for my body. So I loved it. And this time I'm doing the same. It's just smoking occasionally when I need it. It's more of as needed and not like recreational right now. So I like it. I enjoy it. I'm enjoying my pregnancy. I'm not throwing up as much. So it's awesome. Yeah, there. See, so going back to um how like my family feels about smoking during pregnancy. It's different because, yeah, I'm open about it when I'm not pregnant, but I am a little bit more reserved only because I know, like, what I need for my body, but there's still outside people that um, aren't knowledgeable about the effects of during pregnancy or they have their own beliefs or whatever the case may be. So that part I am a little bit more private about, but, I mean, if someone asks, I'm not going to, like, lie, but it's not something I'm, like, super influencing like everyone around me about but I do do it for medicinal purposes so so my first baby I had him when I was 20 so I just feel like being younger like I didn't really know what a birth plan was or like how to advocate for myself with doctors and nurses so my first labor was rough like he was three he was four days late I had to um, be induced he was nine pounds I tore I had an epidural. It didn't work. It was like the worst experience ever. I mean, obviously it was, it was still amazing. I I got a healthy baby out of all of the trauma, but it just wasn't a nice process. So the second time around, I was like, I'm going to research more. I'm going to really like develop a birth plan that I want. So I did a hospital as well as the first um, pregnancy but I didn't have an epidural and I smoked cannabis throughout my pregnancy and I really and I went vegan for like the last 7 months of my pregnancy and I was in labor for 2 hours had a natural birth no tearing I was up eating in and out 
10 minutes after. Like, he's such a chill baby. Like, I had no issues. So, both were pretty good babies. Like, I didn't have a lot of crying at night. I breastfed. So, I um definitely liked the second experience more. I can't really tell if it was because of this cannabis or not. But it was just, like, staying true to my plan and advocating for myself. I like that much. I like that part. So moving forward, I would love to try a home birth, but I'm still researching on what I really want to do and what my husband will support me with because I want to be on like one accord and make sure I'm doing something that he could support me through because that's that's my biggest support. So we want to be on the same page. So we're still researching that right now. Yeah. So the first pregnancy, um, the epidural didn't work because I, I'm still not exactly sure why, but the doctor said sometimes it'll happen if I was I was having a contraction when they inserted the needle, and sometimes like if you're moving or your body's under a lot of stress, it didn't take to the medicine as it should. So that's all they given me as far as why it didn't work. So when I was getting stitched up after tearing, like my baby was nine pounds. They assumed, because I had the IV, I had the epidural still hooked up, I had the button I was pressing, and I never went numb. So they were just assuming that I was numb, so they came in to stitch me up, and I was, like, yelling, like, I'm not numb down there. It didn't work. So then that's that's when they, like, when the whole team knew. So I delivered both times at the same hospital, different doctors. The last one didn't know that I was using cannabis for morning sickness. It wasn't ever, um, and I listened to a few of your other podcasts, but it wasn't ever like a support thing. It was kind of like, it It was never talked about. Like I told him I used it because I just wasn't sure like if it was going to show up on the pregnancy test each time, but it was never like, oh, good job or, oh, that's terrible. It was just like, okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm, I'm still like reflecting back. I never, yeah, she didn't say anything. So I had the same doctor with both of my babies, but they didn't deliver. Neither one of them delivered the day of um, the hospital that I that I went to. They um they don't like assign doctors. It's just whoever you whoever's there when you're in labor. So yeah, neither one. Um, it was never talked about during the labor process, but my um, doctor checkups. I was open about my doctor, and yeah, it was just a neutral understanding I don't know (laughs) yeah so my second baby is the one that I use cannabis with and I I want to say it was like two weeks after birth when I was like asking my husband like oh can I can I hit that joint or something and I would do it I kind of had a schedule so I would nurse and then like two hours in between I would smoke like right after nursing and then like drink some water I'm big on water so I'm like let me just drink some water and then when the baby woke back up, I would nurse again. So it was kind of like that. And then the same as pregnancy. It wasn't as much as, like, I do when I'm not pregnant. But it was just enough to, like, get me by, give me an appetite, um, put me in the right mood. I never really experienced postpartum the first time or the second time. But I feel like the cannabis helped with that because it just, you don't get in those blues of, you know, like, feeling like a cow and breastfeeding 24-7. Like, I didn't, I didn't go through that. So that was pretty nice. Yeah, I just wasn't, I wasn't smoking at the time. So, yeah, I didn't start smoking until 2015. And I had them in 2013. So it just wasn't, it wasn't part of my lifestyle. I just, yeah, I wasn't smoking. I think I was totally confident. Like, one thing about me, like, I'm very intentional. So I don't just 
do stuff just to be doing it. I um and I don't feel as if marijuana is a drug. So I was okay with it. I was never that's what it was like one of those like a balancing act. Like I didn't want to broadcast it, but I was also okay with it. So there was still like some stigma behind it just in our society and that's what kept me from broadcasting it. But every time I was I was fine with it and um it wasn't affecting my baby. My baby was amazing. He was so chill and like he I I my pregnancy was so healthy. I I took a client the day before I went into labor. My feet never hurt. I I was fine. Like it was it was nice. Like it was a very good experience. So I yeah, I wouldn't say um breastfeeding using cannabis. It wasn't yeah, it wasn't everything, anything I have ever questioned. I was comfortable with it. I felt confident. My first, I breastfed for six months, but again, it was no cannabis, so that was fine. I didn't have to, no, not six months, 16 months, I'm sorry. So I didn't really have to work. I lived at home with my mom, so then we got married and moved out and had our second. I breastfed for eight months and nine months, nine months. And after that, I just went from breast milk to coconut water honestly coconut water and cereal and it was a fine transition um I did start picking up cannabis more after I wasn't breastfeeding but yeah it was it was not a big deal he had a healthy appetite he still does he's not a picky eater (laughs) so it's great yeah that was my second so my first yeah my my first I breastfed for a year and a half but it was awesome too. He I breastfed so long cuz he didn't take a bottle at all. So I wasn't able to leave him anywhere. Um he was a brat. So my second was definitely more like adaptable. I didn't do the bottle. I think I did the bottle maybe like 2 weeks before I stopped nursing, but he was exclusively um breastfed like with the nipple, I guess. So um, that was a good experience, but yeah, my first one, a year and a half, and it was fine, but he just was not having the bottle, I couldn't go anywhere, it was a lot, so I definitely have more freedom the second time around. Yeah, I definitely intend to breastfeed for much longer, I was so sad, I'm so sad that I couldn't breastfeed longer with my second baby, but he, he has like an independent spirit, so he was just like, I'm good mom, I'm nourished, <laughs> let's, let's get to this coconut milk and almond milk so it was fine um, definitely um i'm gonna breastfeed this time i'm gonna do as long as i possibly can and yeah i think it'll be a good experience yeah so some of my reasons for using cannabis while breastfeeding and, and during my pregnancy was just the sickness like i was scarred from the first experience i just didn't want to feel that anymore i was working full-time um uh, i'm a, just a firm believer of just getting stuff done so like still being pregnant, but still being able to be productive. And I think cannabis really helped me with that. Like I would not be able to do half the things I did without it, honestly. So it was great. It just gave me the freedom to feel great. Like pregnancy is a lot. We're growing a little human in our stomach. So it takes a lot out of our body and our mental, our mental health, physical health. So it was great. I loved it. Um, yeah, I just did it so I can feel good um, and just avoid the morning sickness that I experienced the first time around. Yeah, so I want to be pretty open. Like right now, my son is sick, so he's not oblivious of it. He'll be like, what's that smell? He'll ask my husband. He'll ask me. So we just say medicine. 
right now that's our word. Like I have a few friends that use like flower and like cute little words that they name their medicine or their marijuana. But I hate the word marijuana, sorry, for weed. But I, um, yeah, so we just say medicine. We're going to do our medicine or sometimes he'll see our vape pen and he'll be like, what's that, mommy? I'm like, mommy's medicine. And it's great. He kind of, he knows like I'll go outside, come back in. He knows I'm a happier person. So I'll be like, oh, I'm going to play with you when I get back inside. And so he's looking forward to that. So right now it's not a problem, Um, but I, I, I want to be completely open because the main thing is to normalize it. So, and I want, I wanted to start in my household. So I'm kind of excited to have the talk with him when, when he's mature enough for it. I don't, I don't know what that age is, but like every year we tell him a little bit more. So yeah, I'm pretty open. I would love to um, introduce it in an interesting way. Um, yeah, the pretty much is all he's commenting is the smell. It's like me and my husband. Well, it's both a it's a self care for both of us, but we'll like have our time where we get out the house and he'll drive and pick it up, or I'll drive and pick it up. So it's not, yeah, it's we're never like doing it both at the same time. Like he kind of, yeah, I think the only thing he's questioned so far is the smell. He doesn't really get the effects of it or knows that much just yet. That was one thing. So some advice I would have um, for women considering using it would just be use it at your discretion. Um, I think that the women that are using it, we need to talk about it more. So to normalize it, because I feel like once we normalize it, it might answer some questions or give some like security to women that are, that want to, because some people really believe in the benefits of it and they can see themselves like fitting in their lifestyle, but they don't because there isn't like a community for them or any of that. So I would just suggest um, find a community maybe, and also just educate yourself on why you want to use it and what you feel like it would do for your lifestyle. And yeah, I'm definitely a huge advocate for it for sure. So I would just say, enjoy yourself. Don't, um, just put be down on yourself just know that it is medicine and it's great i think it's awesome for moms as well it's something i would say to moms who feel like it's addictive or it's bad and you're a bad person for doing it as a mom um i have nothing nice to say <laughs> but no it's basically just it's your own life so if there's other pe- ways people cope that sh- this is just my way of not losing my sense of self. A lot of times moms do lose their sense of self when they're parenting and they're married. And that's one thing I'm like strong on is never losing who I am. So this is my thing that I like to do to be a better um, patient parent, a better open parent, um, present parent. Like I really feel that it does all of those things for me. So um, I would just tell someone, don't knock it. Our journey is your journey and that we're not bad moms and we probably have more patience than them. And it's not that they're, they might not be using cannabis, but they might be taking Motrin or any other medicine like that they might be using. So I would just say, don't judge. Um, everyone's path is their own path and respect each other's path and just spread love. Moms who use cannabis are awesome. <laughs> um, I just feel like we're just well-rounded individuals, and 
a lot of times with, especially if you have like a smoking buddy or a community, you, you release a lot during like a session or just time to yourself to medicate and everything. So I think it's awesome. We're awesome. I feel like we don't hold a lot of things in because we give ourselves time to communicate with ourselves and our, our time to reflect and be more conscious about what type of parent we are. So I think we're very well-rounded individuals and we're awesome. So cannabis has done a lot for my life. I love it. I love the community. I love where it's going, um, especially in California. I just love everything about it. Like, I think it's beautiful. I love, like, I, I'm into plants, so I just love that it's like a grow, like a growing plant that is medicine for our bodies. So I am a firm believer of it. I think it has made me just a better, like, creative person and a very patient person. It's helped, like, my marriage a ton. Like, we... You, we were separated for eight months. We, we've been through it. And the moment we chose to like let cannabis be part of our lifestyle, it, it just made us become better people towards each other and better pa- patient parents for our kids. So I love it. And I see the benefits of it every day in my life and who I'm becoming and just being able to like know who I am as a person and have that time every day to myself to just reflect and I love it. Cannabis is is everything to me. So me and my partner, um, we've been smoking together for four years now, four and a half years, and we love it. It's it's a part of our like date night. Like I would recommend it to married couples or just people in relationships in general. Like it's that time to connect on another level, um, even intimately. Like we love to use it before being intimate with each other. Um, it's just great for our relationship. Like it's, it's a bonding experience that we have. Like it's a, it's something that we don't get to share with the family and the kids. It's like our, it's our thing to do together. So we really enjoy it. It's, we look forward to it. Like every night we'll go to our garage. Like it's, it's our time to like really connect. We put our phones away. We'll watch a show. It's just fun times. Like I love having fun with life and cannabis is like a huge reason why we're able to have so much fun. Hi, my name is Asante, and I'm a cannabis-using mother of two with one on the way, and I love it. It's my self-care for my life, and I think cannabis-using moms are awesome, and we rock. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Blunt Boy Mama Podcast. This is season two. I am so happy to be bringing this to you guys. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I can't wait for you guys to hear next week's episode, which will be airing next Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) If you like what you're hearing, then you should definitely share this podcast with a friend, with a cousin, with a family member. (laughs) And if you really feel in it, you know, if you like it, then you should leave a review on it. (laughs) If you like it, then you should leave a review on it. on Apple Podcasts. That is where you are able to rate and review this podcast if you enjoy it. I would love that. Thank you in advance if you are, which I know you are doing that. (laughs) Also, follow Blunt Boy Mama on Instagram. Follow Blunt Boy Mama on Twitter. Follow BBM Clothing Line on Instagram, which is 
Blunt Boring Mama merch. That's where you can shop it, buy it, cop it, tag me in it, tag BBM Clothing Line in it and get featured on Blunt Boring Mama's page. Yeah, check it out. You guys are already loving it, but I love it too. So like, of course you guys are going to love it. I would not be giving y'all something that's like shit. It's not shit. It's the shit. It's dope. Some dope ass merch. So you should definitely check it out. And you can also like Blunt Boy Mama on Facebook. You can become a Blunt Boy Mama patron by clicking the link at the top of the page on bluntboymama.com backslash podcast. Y'all, you know I'm high. <laughs> and once you do that, you'll see a link at the top of the page that says page that says click here to become a blunt blowing mama patron and there you can sign up and for as little as two dollars <laughs> and you can get up to three extra episodes of the podcast a month you get shout outs here on the podcast you will also get free merch i mean need i say more you're able to communicate with me directly come on so it's really it's a good deal and at the end of the day you know that you're supporting a black woman's podcast a black mom's podcast and it means the world to me to have the support of the patrons that i do have thank you so much you guys and i appreciate all of you guys supporting everything and all the love and all the messages i read them all um, so thank you so much for all of your support thank you for listening until next time bye <laughs>